Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. All right, this hour of the show, as always, presented by Champies, world-famous fried chicken. Highway 119 in Alabaster is a great location for Champies. You can go by there and grab some lunch, get the pull boy, the uh, fried chicken tenders, uh, margaritas. If you want to grab one of those at lunch, they are fantastic. They are Champies, world-famous fried chicken. Sterling and the gang down there doing a great job. Brandon Marcello covers college football for 24-7 sports. This is a new backdrop. We have not had Brandon on since uh, he changed backdrops. What happened, Brandon? Uh, I got a new desk. Uh, so actual real backdrop this time, not is that a RoboCop? vinyl. Oh, yeah. Huge <laughs> fan. Wait, where is RoboCop? It's over his left shoulder. Yeah, right there. Part of them right you there. See, that's that's oh, half. That's a half. Damn, Rocky, that's a pretty good pull there. Do you not have a RoboCop tattoo? Did we not discover that in Nashville? What? Yeah, I got one yeah. on my right uh, arm here. You don't I'm remember that from Nashville? Fan of it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So Peter Weller fan? Oh yeah, I've got a signed picture of him over here off camera. I'm uh, that's my one obsession. Is that why, why that RoboCop? Movie? Real quick. I, probably because. Um, my parents, when I was like four or five years old, for some reason, let me watch that movie, which is completely should not be done because it's one of the most violent movies ever. That's and most, I was fascinated most with violent it ever since. Murder scene I've ever like on a kid, like for Peter Weller, when he's shot by those guys. Yeah. He's shot like 9,000 times. <laughs> yeah. So your parents made a poor decision, but it, it molded you for the rest of your life, Brandon? Yeah. For better and worse, and mostly worse. Yeah, so that that was a good underrated film uh, from 1987. But what about, didn't they remake it in 2014? Yeah, let's not talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not a fan of the It's terrible. Yeah, you would think with the CGI being as good. Sometimes that can be a detriment, though. The CGI is too good, and they they use it as a crutch too much. But you would think that's one of those movies that, could be even better but apparently not it was the story the story's terror the story was bad that's that's what makes the original so good is because it's it's like the perfect tight tight film it's sardonic there's so much satire in there about reaganomics and the 80s and excess um and then the 2014 version is just like let's just do some video game action scenes wow but you got gary oldman i'm looking here samuel l jackson michael keaton um uh, who was the kid from the Bad News Bears that we talked about? Kelly Leak, Jackie Earl Haley. That's a pretty good cast, though. Yeah, very good cast. It's just they didn't have much to work with. <laughs> just a it shitty was, script. Was, uh, <laughs> typically ruins very, a movie. Very bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my, my last Even thing. Joel Kinnaman is Robocop. That, that, he's a great actor. Oh, The Killing. I'm watching him on a show. The killing is fantastic. That's what I hear. I, I've been watching um, uh, uh, For All Mankind. Um, on Apple Plus, he's a star of that. It's an alternate history if the uh, space race never ended between the United States and Russia. Um, it's it's pretty good. Wow. Uh, that guy, 7399 in the chat room, says he watched the Netflix behind the scenes for RoboCop. It says it's very good. I assume you've seen that, Brandon. 
The oh, mo- yeah, I've seen it. There's actually a documentary that just released recently called Robo Doc that was that's like six hours long, and it's like the ultimate. They got everybody on it recently to talk about it. The the stories are fascinating uh, about, about how just hellish it was to make that movie. Oh, this Great, this is classic. fascinating that you're fascinated by it. I met a couple at a party one time, and they were Jurassic Park freaks. I don't know how the conversation started, but they knew every single thing. It was just the original. They had seen them all, but the original, they would watch it like once a month and knew everything about it. Wow. Well, we all got some type of obsession or whatever. That's been mine like my my entire life. I, I've held myself back from actually like spending a lot of money on it, though I've got like a I got a shelf over here of RoboCop stuff. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's um, there's been so many things that I've wanted to spend money on that's like thousands of dollars that I would – I think I would get a divorce if that happened. <laughs> we don't want that to happen. Uh, Brandon no. Marcello, 24-7 Sports, uh, covers college football for them. There was no surprise yesterday that uh, the 5-7 model was adopted. I think everybody assumed that was going to happen. What is the next obvious step – for the college football playoff now that that adoption is behind us? Let's see if uh, two years from now uh, that that format remains. Uh, The SEC and Big Ten are kind of fighting, or at least pushing, I should say, uh, the idea of getting uh, multiple automatic qualifiers for those conferences. So instead of just obviously uh, what the way it is now or will be with the conference champions uh, getting in, they want two potentially for each conference. and actually, that's being discussed a little bit today, but they're having another meeting today. I'm interested to kind of see what the fallout is from that. But, you know, what's this look like uh, two years from now? I The big thing is the revenue piece and the way to get more revenue is by having more automatic qualifiers attached to your conference, which is the way the SEC and Big Ten to get that done. Uh, to me, personally, that just you're you're shrinking the field once again, and we might as well almost stick with the fourteen playoff in a lot of ways because at that point you're looking at, uh, you know, only leaving maybe just a few spots for at large teams, and we're just not going to have as much group of five representation in there. Um, and the whole point of this was to open it up to to allow more uh, teams in. And the other thing is, is the SEC and Big Ten. They're going to get two teams in every year anyway, but they're wanting these automatic qualifiers because they they want that that name attached. So at this point, like what you're doing if you're the SEC and Big Ten is you're saying uh, our conference championships really don't matter because both teams are going to get in. We know that you're pretty much just saying give the automatic qualifiers to our teams that qualify for the conference championship, right? And if and if you do that, then what's the point of playing that game if one of those teams? is on the periphery potentially and has a chance if they upset the other to get in. Now you're just saying like if their two highest ranked teams are in the conference championship game anyway, they're both going to get in. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think I like the idea of multiple automatic qualifiers for any conference. I don't either, Brandon, but I, I do feel like, so, I mean, the motivating factor is money, there's no doubt, but I do feel yes. like, too, they're trying to keep some incentive on these college, these conference championship games because I remember us discussing it. You know, if it had been a year later, Texas would have played Georgia, not Alabama. And I remember people on this show, fans you know, in our audience saying, I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine not going to Atlanta, just hold what you got if you're Alabama. Now, you go to Atlanta, you win, you got a first-round bye. But if you're Alabama with one loss, you're sitting there and you're probably at worst a five or six seed. 
Yeah, it's great points all around there too. And I'm going to go back and do some research today. Like, just if if the Big Ten and the SEC had two automatic qualifiers every year in the modern college football playoff era with the four teams, if we had expanded it to twelve at that point, what that would have looked like? Would it have bumped anybody else out? Would it have provided a first round bye potentially to a team? Um, uh, not excuse me, a, a team that would be in the in the playoff that would have affected their seating elsewhere as well. Um, but the way it, the way it is, as we all know, the SEC and Big Ten are going to get two teams in at least every year anyway. So why do we need to attach an AQ to it? And to me, the only reason why they want to attach the AQ to it is so that they can legitimately put on paper, well, the reason why we deserve more money is because we're providing you more teams guaranteed every year. Um, and again, that's what it all comes down to. It's the money. It's the money. I had my first bold 2024 prediction yesterday. I want to see where you stand on this. I said Billy Napier will either be the SEC coach of the year or he will be fired in season. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you're. I'm with you. It's one of but one or either. It's either of those. It's not going to be anything in between. Um, because as I've mentioned here before, that that you know you know that schedule's insane. Uh, those last five or six games, there's not a tougher stretch in all of America to end the season. Um, so yeah, he's either going to be coach of the year and coach of the year for him against that schedule with that. If they were to win nine games, yeah, that's coach of the year type of stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think you said 10 and two, and I agree with you. I think most 10 and twos brands, at least in the sec, big 10 are going to be in this 12 team playoff, but I think even a nine and three with a schedule like that, depending on how they're playing in November could possibly get you in. Oh, yeah, absolutely it could. Um, and also, I think that's – you make a great point there. How are you playing near the end of the season? That's going to be weighed quite a bit uh, by the committee going forward, of course. How are you playing lately? And, um, you know, uh, that's kind of the argument, of course, with the injury situation at Florida State that they were trying to make there with Florida State. But, again, yeah, mm-hmm. if you're Florida and you have a schedule like that near the end and you finish 9-3 and three and you are winning those games at the end, that's – that's going to lift a team like that into the playoff, potentially. Uh, Brandon, you said those last five games, and we went through this, but I didn't really pull the last five games. <laughs> but this might, and this is not hyperbolic, this might be legitimately the toughest five-game stretch in the history of college football. When you start out with Georgia, at Texas, LSU, Ole Miss, and at Florida State, I mean, that could be five top ten teams, right? Yes, it could be. Um, it's insane. Um, and we say, we say that now, and of course we'll get there in the season and like three of those teams won't even be in the top 25 potentially. You just never know. Uh, especially with the quarterback situations that is in college football this year. It's going to be a real down year, I think, next year for, for college football quarterbacks. But um, absolutely. I mean, you look at the old Misses schedule, that's a team that should easily be undefeated Uh with a seven or eight win season, or which season? Be uh, win their first seven or eight straight games, and be potentially in the top four already going into the back half of the schedule. Their schedule is so conducive to winning an SEC title next year. And if Ole Miss, if Ole Miss doesn't get to the SEC championship game this upcoming fall, when will they ever? They've got the team. They have got the schedule. They're avoiding some of the big dogs. They get Georgia, I believe in Oxford this year. They avoid Alabama. This is the year to do it with that roster they've got. And if they don't do it now, like, geez, when are you going to do it? Yeah, they're only going to be underdogs in two games at LSU and against Georgia at home. That's it. And they beat LSU this year. I mean, that's... 
I mean, the, the problem is Lane has not really won big games. I mean, that's that's the thing that has plagued him, Brandon, really just about anywhere he's been, but certainly at Ole Miss. It's, he's kind of like he's, he's got a little bit of the James Franklin syndrome. He's going to win a lot of games, but he not, might not win the biggest games. Yeah, it's almost like he we, we tagged him as like the guy he's going to beat Nick Saban in Alabama, and he doesn't. And But for some reason, he still gets that tag. I think he's actually helped a little bit by – uh, because of Ole Miss's past history against Alabama under Hugh Freeze. Um, and then also just because of Kiffin's personality and knowing Saban's system and all that. But he had his chances, didn't really get it done. And, um, you know, if he's going to prove himself as a championship calendar coach, you know, this is the year to do it. Because um, you're right, they haven't really won a big, gigantic game at Ole Miss under Lane Kiffin. And, you know, he's in danger this season, which I think anybody, almost practically any coach would, would beg to be, of just being labeled as, yeah, you're going to win nine or ten games, but you're just never going to win a championship. There's those type of coaches out there that can just do enough to get their teams to do that. But when the big moment comes, they just seemingly can't get it done. Um, you know, that's been the label, you know, in the past with Texas Tech teams under Mike Leach, for example winning nine, 10 games, just never being able to really win a big 12 championship or make a big splash. Um, and maybe Lane Kiffin's kind of like the more modern version of that right now, but we'll see this upcoming season. I love Ole Miss this year. I love Lane Kiffin as a coach, but that's the, that's the legacy he could potentially be leaving there at Ole Miss if he doesn't really make that next step this year. All right. He is Brandon Marcello, 24-7 Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at BMarcello. It is always a fun conversation with you, Brandon. We greatly appreciate the time. All right. See you guys. Go right. watch RoboCop. I will. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Brandon with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. You and I have known each other for a long time. You know I have not seen a ton of movies. I've never seen RoboCop. I'm not shocked at all. There are about 100 films you need to see before RoboCop. Okay. Yeah, but it is good. I mean, it's very dark, and but then they turn yeah. into a children's TV cartoon in, the, like in 88. I remember yeah. watching that. I had the action figures. They're great action figures. Uh, Scott is going to pull up a calendar that Little T built that is going to excite football fans after Lance tells us about the Rump Shaker 5K. Yeah, I want to remind you that is coming up March 23rd at Regions Field. For more information on the 16th annual Rump Shaker 5K, you can uh, get registered online. They've got details, rumpshakerinc.org. Did you know that colon cancer is second leading cause of cancer deaths in America? It affects men and women equally. If you're 45 or older, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, it's treatable, it's beatable. Early detection is the key. For more information, and again, go online, go to rumpshakerinc.org. So, Taylor built the calendar. When you put the dates on the calendar with the college football playoff and the NFL, um, that is going to be a fun stretch. So, starting December 20th, you'll have the first round, the 20th and the 21st. Then the next weekend, Saturday the 28th, is the NFL's week 17, Sunday the 29th, week 17. The 31st, you got the quarterfinals. Switch over to New Year's Day, you got the quarterfinals. Four days off, you get to week 18, Saturday and Sunday, the 4th and 5th of January. Three days off, we've got the semifinals, the 9th and 10th of January. Then wild card weekend, the 11th, 12th, and 13th of January. Four days off, the divisional round, the 18th and 19th of January. The 20th is the uh, College Football National Championship game, and then Sunday the 26th is Championship Sunday. 
That's going to be a fun t- a month yeah, of football right there. Looking at that calendar, I think I'm on to a new trend. I had a Zoom call yesterday, and they were asking me about dry February. Why do you do dry February and not dry January? Well, right. moving forward, I think it's going to be really difficult for guys or girls that like football to do dry January with that calendar. I mean, that, that week right there, Thursday the 9th, I've got semifinals games on the 9th and the 10th. Then I flip right around to wild card weekend, super wild card weekend, the 11th, 12th, and 13th. Five straight days of incredibly meaningful football yeah, games. Yeah, I don't want to leave the couch. I do not either. I mean, Thursday, January 9th through Monday, January 13th is going to be phenomenal football. Oh, elimination games. Yep, yep, all across the board. I mean, you, when you put it on a calendar, that is pretty exciting. Yeah. I've wondered how all of this is going to work. And the college football people are having to tap dance to get around the NFL. But, man, when you look at it on a calendar, that's, that's going to be a fun month right there. Yeah, and Britain's saying, why did this take so long? Look, politics involved. Obviously, money, money and the money has gotten so massive. This is why we're finally at this point. Uh, people are going to say this is going to dilute the regular season. I disagree. We're just talking about that numbers kind of two or three. I understand one loss is not going to be catastrophic. But once you get that one loss... Then you're 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 treading on thin ice. Yeah. Scott, can you put can you put that up again real quick? I'm sorry, because um I was going to mention this, but Troy says not to mention a crap ton of college basketball games at that time, and he's right. But also if you look, so you've got the first round, the twentieth and the twenty first. Um you're gonna have NFL Sunday. That would be uh Sunday the twenty second, week sixteen. But then twenty third you have Monday night football, twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, twenty seventh, you'll have college bowl games. 28th, week 17, 29, week 17. The 30th, you'll have a college bowl game. 31 and 1, quarterfinals. Um, I mean, for that week right there, you're going to have some pretty good college bowl games, not to mention the playoffs and NFL week 17. Yeah, this is when you get in front of your coworkers and you take these weeks off. You know, I remember there was a day back in the uh, Cumulus before we all did a show together and before Nick Saban was the head coach at Alabama, where it was. It was okay to take those days off, and I had so many to burn, I would try to pick a week around Christmas or the holidays right. where I could just hang out and watch uh, bowl games all the time. Yeah. I would, I would always just look at where Christmas fell and determine, you know, which, which week do I want to take off to maximize my days, right? Yeah. When Christmas fell, like on a Thursday, you knew everybody was going to get that Friday off, so I'd go ahead and I'd maximize it that way. Um, yeah, that's going to be fun to watch. It, it will be very, very fun when college football rolls around. All right, mybookie.ag lines tonight. Uh, this morning's Florida line against Alabama, minus 8.5. Did you end up playing that game at Lance's Lock? I did. You did? Okay, so we'll stay away from that. Uh, 6 o'clock ESPN2, Kentucky at LSU, 6.5. Kentucky favorite on the road at LSU, 8 o'clock on ESPN. Yeah, I took a look at this. Um, LSU, obviously not a good product this year. Kentucky coming off. As you heard Stephen Pearl say yesterday, maybe not their best 40 minutes, but their best effort of the season. And if you're John Calipari, you've got to see this. you got to see this continue. Uh, you can't have a, a one-game situation where you play at that level and you let it falter a little bit. Um, I know you're playing an LSU team that has no shot at the postseason, but Kentucky has got to continue to put foot on throat and play their best basketball moving forward. Uh, Colorado State at New Mexico. New Mexico, even though Colorado State is the ranked team here, these two really good teams. New Mexico, a seven-point favorite at home, 9 o'clock CBS Sports Network. Yeah, I uh, took a look at this game and scratched New Mexico late. I did like the Lobos a little bit more important game for them. 
And obviously, 11-2 and two at home. Colorado State has not played well on the road. So this is a game New Mexico should win in the pit. Um, seven and a half, though. It's a big That's number. a big number. Uh, UAB, a fairly big number, too. But Rice is not great. Minus 11 and a half for UAB at home at Bartow tonight. 7 o'clock ESPN plus yes, the MyBookie line. Stayed away. Um, again, we know at this point right now in the American, UAB is going to have to win their conference tournament to get into the NCAA tournament, but you want to continue to play at the level UAB's playing right now. They're hot. I should have mentioned in the Florida-Bama game, the total is the biggest on the board tonight. What would you say, 174? Is that yeah. what it was? I'm not, I don't have it in front of me. MyBookie.ag, code next round to play all of those games. MyBookie.ag, code next round. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. Use code next round at sign-on and get that sign-on bonus. The first time you've ever joined, we're going to give you a bonus for using code next round. That is MyBookie.ag, code next round. MyBookie.ag, code next round. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. Trash is next on the next round. Take the next round anywhere you go with official next round gear. Buy yours today at nextround.store. There are so many things I love about walk-ons. Authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine prepared fresh daily from scratch. A great beer selection and TVs everywhere to watch the big game every day of the week. And, of course, they've got two great locations on Highway 280 and 119 and at Hoover near the Hoover Met. Walk-ons is also a great place for happy hour. Two to six Monday through Friday with $5 moonshine swirls, $5 house pours, and half-price appetizers. And it's an easy take-home experience for the family as well. Highway 280 and Hoover with walk-ons. Every day, someone is ridiculed and mocked for the clothing they chose to wear. It's a harsh reality we all must face. But you have the chance to change all of that with one visit to nextround.store. For just a few minutes of browsing, you will observe so many clothing options, from hats to hoodies to t-shirts. Please, for yourself or someone you love, go to nextround.store and embrace the warmth of true attire. What are you waiting for? It's non-stop gaming action at Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Come play more than 900 of the latest and greatest games around, featuring fun bonuses and big jackpots. You can wager and win on horse and greyhound races from all over the world. There are more ways to win at Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Birmingham Racecourse Casino, located off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Must be 21 or older. Hey, let me tell you about our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Compassionate and comprehensive urological care with 35 physicians, 17 locations across Alabama. Their patient-centered approach to all of your urological needs. Remember, they've got that new men's health center. It is beautiful, helping men with a wide range of sensitive male issues in a comfortable environment. You can always go online, visit urologycentersalabama.com, schedule an appointment with one of their many urologists today. The wait is over. Tonali has arrived. Beautifully distinctive Italian styling and performance. Come test drive the all-new 2024 Alfa Romeo Tonali plug-in hybrid at Alfa Romeo of Birmingham. The all-new Tonali offers best-in-class horsepower and torque. Fastest 0 to 60 times in its class. Plus best-in-class range with full electric charge. And best of all, qualified Tonali leasees are eligible for up to $7,500 EV tax credit factored into your lease. Hurry down to Alfa Romeo of Birmingham and experience the all-new Tonali. When on YouTube, you constantly hear requests to please like and subscribe. Well, here at Disrupt Media, we aren't going to play that game. Those demands are frankly outdated. So we just want you to hit like or subscribe. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure novel. 
pick a path, hit like, or hit subscribe. It's your call. We don't care which, just pick one. Or go to Roll Tide Pods and do it. Or War Damn Pods. Or the Disrupt Media YouTube channel. Or the Meltdown. Just make a decision and stick with it. Like or subscribe, the choice is yours. About to go to trash. Don't forget our buddy Greg from Pell City will get up on that roof for you to keep you from having to do it. If you've recently had storm damage or if you just know, hey, my roof's old, I probably need a new roof. Our guy Greg from Pell City will get up there for you and he will he will give you that consultation. He'll treat you right. You call him right now, no cost inspection. He'll get up on the roof and uh, we've had people reach out to us say, I was certain I needed a new roof. Greg got up there and said, no, I think you can probably get three or four more years out of this thing. He didn't just come sell them to sell them. He was honest with them, and that's exactly what will happen uh, when you contact Greg for Pell City. 205-542-3531. 205-542-3531 is his cell number for storm restoration roofing. Or Greg from Pell City on Facebook, a good way to find him uh, there as well. They restocked, uh, our friends at Coca-Cola restocked the cooler behind me. Um. That Coca-Cola Spiced that is on the top row right there. Bobby says, I saw that Coca-Cola Spiced at Publix yesterday. Look closer and it says Raspberry Flavored. Uh, Raspberry Flavored Coca-Cola Spiced, one of their new flavors right there. Have you tried it? I have not. It uh, Melton was in here earlier today and he was going to get it, but they had not had time to get properly chilled because they okay. stuck it this morning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it uh, probably. Nothing complements a Lunchable like a Coca-Cola Spiced. Spiced raspberry? Yeah. yeah. And then we got the Coca-Cola Classic right there. So it's one of their new flavors right there. So there you go. I was a... I drink, you know, they've got... Um, I don't think they put it in there this time, but in our last round, we had Coca-Cola Zero Cherry. Cherry, yeah. And I used to love Cherry Coke as a kid. Well, those got wiped out. I know. I drank one yesterday. It is very, very good. I am surprised at how squeezed Sprite is. To me, Sprite, along with the Coca-Cola Original, are the best products. Well, with me sitting right here, look, we've only got two rows of Diet Coke. I mean, I'll knock that out in two or three shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess that is true, because I think Diet Coke gets consumed. When Rocky was drinking Diet Coke, you, Dunaway, and Brown, I mean, you guys were going through a case of eggs. Oh, I would kill both of y'all combined. I I love Diet Coke. I would would destroy them. I had to stop. It was it was good. it was bad. I go to the same place every morning when I uh, head to work to get a, a fountain drink diet coke on my way to work every single morning. Is that the drive through? No, no, no. It's a convenience store. Mm. So uh, you stop at convenience store and drive through every day? Yeah, convenience store and Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every day. Well, I'm, I'm a creature of habit now. I got to get my soft drink there and say, then get my get, sandwich. Get, they have soft drinks there. I'm sure they don't have the right kind though. Oh. Okay. So, uh, and I like it. Uh, I like it. I like the fizz on tap, Rockstar. And just in the morning, I need that that kick of a little. It tastes different. Yeah, one small. You got the carbonation. One in. small luxury I've never pulled the trigger on, and I still want to, is getting an ice maker, a really good one. Oh, uh, crushed ice. Yeah, this place has crushed ice too. Cru- so and crushed ice yeah. is no good for cocktails, but crushed ice you cannot beat it for like a Coke. Yeah. And so I'm almost like instead of stopping every morning at that convenience store, why would you just not get? A crushed ice machine. Do it like uh, that because I don't have the I don't have the fountain drink. If Coca Cola would come to my house and put in the fountain and the crushed ice, I may never leave the if house. If Jagermeister was coming to put a four bottle tap in my house, I'm sure Coke would probably talk them into putting a fountain Listen, in yours. The, the day they want to show up, I'll be there. Now you're going to have to learn. Do that. 
I'm fine. I'm fine. Wait, you're going to have to learn that. how to change the formula. No, they're going to come out and do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's going to be the gonna problem. Happen. I'm just going to have them coming out. When they come to restock our machine, they're going to also swing by my house and uh, take care of that. Hey, don't forget to uh, give us a thumbs up on YouTube if you have not already subscribed and uh, set your alerts. Do that as well. We've got some uh, out-of-the-norm live shows coming up Thursday and Saturday. You'll get an alert when we go live. If you will do that, uh, set your alerts so you know when we're live. And also give us a thumbs up. That helps us a ton. We greatly appreciate you doing that. Rockstar, is that big button in your reach by chance? Father of two, Dale Decker, suffers from a rare and seemingly incurable condition that leads to him suffering up to 100 unwanted orgasms a day. LT's Trash is presented by Mortgage Right. Mortgages done the right way. Are you a veteran looking for a VA loan? Mortgage Right has been advocating for veterans since their company began as a veteran-owned operated company. Committed to your well-being. They can help you find the best terms available, guide you through every step of the process. You can visit them. Their location, Highway 280 in Birmingham. You can apply online, mortgageright.com slash TNR. Call 205-815-9200, NMLS-2239, equal housing lender. I don't know how many pictures... We've got today. I'm going to assume we start with the human leg. Oh dear, is it troubling? Is it severed? Troubling discovery this weekend in the Bronx has detectives trying to piece together how a body part ended up on a subway track bed. That is a good, it's a great question, Rockstar. I do want to know that. Now the NYPD said human leg was found around 1 p.m. on Saturday. No other details about the grizzly find were immediately disclosed, so it is unclear how the leg ended up along the subway line or what happened to the person the leg belonged to. No potentially identifying information was released. City's medical examiner took possession of the leg to determine more about the leg's origin. This is not a real leg that we're looking at, though. No, uh, oh, that's not real. Lance. Hypothetically, yeah, you get. Your leg gets run over by subway. Okay. Let's say you come back to you. You don't die. Uh, you're in an emergency. Do you try to collect the leg, what's left of it, or I just mean, hop to the nearest phone or try to get somebody to help? I'm going to try to collect it, Rockstar, because there is a chance but against all lines they could reattach ice. it. They could reattach it. Yeah, mm. put it in a bag of crushed ice. Yeah, I think I lose a finger. You know, a digit goes off, an ear... Uh, maybe in a fight, somebody rips your ear off. I but, think you but, put those on ice. I yeah. think when you lose a leg that clean, I think it's gone. Yeah, but, I mean, what if you get to the emergency room and the doctor says, God, if you'd have gotten the bottom half, I think we could have reattached this. Well, it's on the subway station. If uh, someone go back and look do, for do it, you think we've? I mean, we've had divorces over, can't figure out where to go to dinner. Do you think, like, somebody left their husband's leg on the track? Ah, I forgot to get his yeah. leg. And, and the doctor's like, we could have attached yeah. this if your wife would have picked up That's the right. leg. She would have just taken time and wasn't rushing you to get in the ambulance. Yeah. Hey, can you get me another beer? And she looks at you. If I had a leg, if you would have picked it up, my ass could get in there and get it. Uh, this one out of Altoona, Pennsylvania. State police are investigating a burglary in Bedford County in which jewelry and money were taken along with $1 million in Zimbabwe trillion dollar bills. Do you guys remember when it was? Was it the Dakar? What was the Dakar Noir? It the was Cologne? no. It was oh. it was a currency where all of these people, like the country, had gone bankrupt, and so there was a currency people were purchasing for I like remember that. you know cents on yeah. hundreds of dollars, and there were so many people that thought they were going to get rich on these denominations of a currency that doesn't exist anymore. And I remember talking to people like it's it's about to happen. Like yeah. we hear, like there was like some kind of it was almost like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, like website, everybody, everybody it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And uh, anyway, according to this report, someone broke into the couple's residence uh, on February 6th. Victims reported that 20 Zimbabwe $100 trillion bills were taken. The bills were worth $1 million, according to the police report. Other items reported missing were engagement rings valued at $1,500, gold turtle necklace, uh, some silver dollars, so loose change. They're worth $1 million American? Is that yeah, what they're saying? Their money system is really screwed up. I mean, they, there's a $100 trillion bill. Well, I know, but it's worth $1, one million American 20 dollars? Of them are, 20 of them is worth Oh, 20 of them is. Okay. But like, I mean, they're, either they're, way. Could you imagine this, the currency no. situation in Zimbabwe? Like, dude, can I borrow $100 million trillion? Uh, yeah, that's I don't the, have it on the me. The thing, like, the peso seems like a pain in the ass, too, because it's so many. Yeah. Like, although our economy is flipped upside down. Yeah. And we are, I don't know how many trillion, trillion dollars in debt right well, now. Well, we need one of these right here. We can just fix it. But it seems like our denominations work out pretty easily. What if we called China and said, I got a deal for you. I could wipe out our debt if you can bank with the Reserve Bank of Zimbabwe. You just need to let me know. Sir, we got to think of the artwork we're going to put on the bill. <laughs> well, what uh, is three rocks on a bush? <laughs> I got That's it. That's what I was going to say. What is the symbolism of these three rocks? And know. is that the scale of a real tree? Or is that a small bush? Because if those are trees, those are massive-ass rocks. That's a big rock. You're right. I don't know. Oh, they are? Those are real trees? Look at the palm tree. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are big rocks. They have that bigger rock in Zimbabwe, Rockstar? I don't know. Never been. Is Dr. G the governor there? Yeah. Dr. G. Gano. Dr. G. I promise. To see if you can Google Doctor G Gano and just see what this guy looks like. <laughs> I bet he's got a harem he's waking up to right now. Oh, Doctor G Gano. He's the uh, prime minister of Ghana. Is that what it's saying? Uh, yeah, or, uh, the Zimbabwe. Governor. They called him the governor. The governor of Zimbabwe. Let's mm, see. No, he's not he, going to come up. He's going to have a oh, feather in his hat. Gideon Gano. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. He looks at me. He looks legitimate. Oh, he's an ex-governor. He tells all oh, rock stars. It's a tearful. Uh, it's a tearful confession. It appears. You oh, think no. he's what we would call resourceful? I don't know, man. Any shady deals at all? He's telling all right now. Oh, you're tired in 2013. Oh, okay, good. Uh, so five movies so bad they're great to watch again and again. I almost watched this when I was going to reach out to Lunsford. The Room is the first one on here. I want to see this because I saw James Franco. What was the name of the movie? The it was really good. Artist, but like, yeah. you got to well, you watch them in reverse order. This is one of the best, worst movies you will ever see. The acting, the writing, when everything just comes together to be so terrible that it's comical. Okay, this so, guy so thinks, on set edible, I probably get a lot of laughs watching oh, the yeah, room. Like them playing football on the roof, just tossing the ball. Nobody knows how to throw a football. Like it's just, it's is so that the Stella? Yeah, no, it's Lisa. Lisa, Lisa you're tearing me apart! <laughs> Um, Lunsford, why, do you remember how I was down on that uh, movie about the conductor guy, uh, Leonard Bernstein? Yeah. Lunsford watched like Madame Bovary or something over the weekend and said it's the worst movie he's ever seen. Adam Webb. It didn't have uh, Dakota Madam Johnson. Webb. Who? Dakota Johnson. That's Don Johnson's daughter. Yeah, the girl from Fifty Shades. Yeah, Lunsford says it's awful. Yeah, I like I, Dakota Johnson's one of those. She could be sneaky hot, but she could also be working at a grocery store as and a cashier. Looking for trash tomorrow. Do you know who she's dating? Dakota Johnson, uh, Philip Michael Tubbs' kid. Chris Martin from Coldplay. Oh, oh really? Yeah. How about that? So she's your Billy Napier of movies. She could either be really hot or working at a grocery I store. I mean, can you pull us to Dakota Johnson? Because I saw this. I was pulling uh, something on Don Johnson. Is it her mom, Goldie Hawn? Don Johnson won a Golden Globe. Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Don Johnson won a Golden Globe for his portrayal as Sonny Crockett in Miami Vice. 
Oh, it's a phenomenal show. It, 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 the, the weird thing it was on Friday nights back mm-hmm. when we were kids, though. I remember and, that. You know, Friday nights typically where a show goes to die. Yeah, but that one uh, thrived on a Friday night. I mean, could you not see? Yeah, her? I, like, I, I got what you're saying right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's a little done up there with the scarf and yeah, everything I mean, that's and a lot basically, of makeup. That's basically a glamour shot. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the room is the first one, and just a little back story oh, on that in san francisco a banker's seemingly perfect life turned upside down when his deceitful fiance embarks on an affair with his best friend oh hi mark oh hi mark uh mac and me from 1988 this is an alien trying <laughs> to escape from nasa you don't remember this one he's befriended by a wheelchair bound boy oh i do remember that now the wheelchair thing i remember that the best thing Boom, is uh, paul rudd whenever he was on conan i think for over 14 appearances whenever he tosses a clip to the movie he's doing he does the Mac and Me there's a clip of the kids going down the mountain with his wheelchair yeah. and can't hit the brakes and Max looking at him okay so in this vein now on Netflix when you click over to like suggestions for you or the top 10 right now in America um, when you put it on that it will show you a quick like 30 seconds to kind of pull you in well there is a new show it's called like Alien Something, where this doctor has relocated to small town. And so these two cops go up, and this is in the little tease. The two cops go up, knock on his door, and one of the cops is like, well, who is this guy? What do we know about him? And then the girl's like, he's out there fishing. And so it zooms to his boat, almost a uh, Fredo situation Ooh, where yeah. he's out on the water. But then he kind of turns back, and mm-hmm. he's the stereotypical alien. So mm-hmm. obviously it's, it's a wannabe comedy. But have you not seen this yet? No. No. It looks absolutely If it's not awful. a cartoon, I'm not seeing it. That's what sucks. Cats from 2019. Lunsford's favorite actress and entertainer. Uh, Taylor Swift was in this. And uh, this is... I've, I've never seen the play Cats. I've never seen anything about either. it. It's never really appealed to me. Okay, here we go. The tribe of cats called the... Jealousies, the Jellicles, I guess. Jellicles, maybe, must decide yearly which one will ascend to the heavenside lair and come back to a new Jellicle life. Okay. Mm. Sounds awful. I, I've never really been a... It's never appealed to me on Broadway. So I mean, not that I've ever been to Broadway. Troll 2 uh, on... Uh, <laughs> this is one of these. my favorites. Yeah. Uh, they're not trolls. They're goblins. I don't know yeah. why they called it Troll 2. And it has nothing to do with the movie Troll. I mean, so, it, the the special effects, the makeup, I mean... You don't the, think that looks realistic? The acting... Like, it is com- a cult classic about how bad yeah. the acting... So, this is, is 1990. A vacationing family discovers that the entire town they're visiting is inhabited by goblins disguised as humans... God, I hate when that ...who plans to eat them. Now, on Thanksgiving of this year, I'm sitting there trying to watch your Detroit Lions, and Jace comes in and puts on Leprechaun in the Hood... There's a leprechaun goes back to the hood too. Like, well, maybe that was the one that they were watching, but you know, and of course they charged it to my Amazon account. Of course, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's one of those cult classics, I guess. The happening M Night Shyamalan, I guess. Right? Yep. There's Marky Mark, science teacher, his wife, young girl struggle to survive a plague that causes those infected to commit suicide. Never seen it. Never had a desire to see it. Yeah, it looks terrible. Was it laughable though? Laughable bad. Like it's like I don't know. like it's such a cool concept, and then it is awful. Mark Wahlberg is awful. Really, he's bad at that. Yeah, I saw uh, something was out on social media. You remember uh, Total Request Live with Carson Daly back oh, yeah. in the day, and Eminem was on there, and they brought Mark Wahlberg, and Mark Wahlberg was such a dick to Eminem and Carson Daly. I'm big. I'm bigger than this. Weak walls. Uh, I tell you, Jack Taylor loves him some Mark Wahlberg just based on the Ted thing. 
Leaf Blower, <laughs> Can't get enough of Ted. Leaf Blower says it is Wahlberg's worst movie by far. It's bad. And he was in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Uh, not a great actor. He was really good, though, in The Part in Boogie Nights. I will, I will say those are great movies, great parts for him. I hope you've got, well, let me do the uh, Hooters first, and then the final story, I hope you've got a picture of this. Charleston, West Virginia, locals are a little somber this week as they prepare to say goodbye to a long-standing town establishment, a Hooters. They're doing a candlelight vigil? Yep, set to be demolished on Friday and honor the years of service. Restaurant goers are gathering for a candlelight vigil. The service is now being advertised on Facebook with hopes that the town will come out to pay their respects. I still drive by like old Hooters, and I try to tell people that I'm with that. That place used to be completely packed out, and yeah. they don't believe me. Oh, yeah. And that's what I think this thing has been vacant since 2020, by the way. That looks that like that the restaurant one on, has? Uh, the one in, they're doing the vigil in, for. In Wildwood. It really yeah, does. finally just going to do a vigil for it because okay. they're getting rid of it. Uh, and finally, the world's largest snake has been discovered in the Amazon rainforest. This is really scary. At 26 feet long, hey. weighs 440 pounds. They say it's, quote, an absolute whopper. Now, the northern green anaconda was found by TV wildlife presenter Professor Freak Bonk. And yeah. they say it's as thick as Sweet a car tire. I'm telling you, looking at this, I would have thought that it was bigger. Like, that seems like an anaconda that you see typically that is pulled out of well, the Amazon thinking, rainforest. That's what they say. You're thinking of movies and stuff like that. But this is like, look at the head. That's a guy's hand. Oh, my God. That's the size of your head. Now, they say the, the head is the size oh. of humans. Oh. Um, and they say until now, only one species of the green anaconda, also called the giant anaconda, has been recognized in the Amazon. However, the northern green anaconda has been confirmed as the distinct species in a new study published in Diversity this month. I did pull the numbers, and I'll try to include that on Trash tomorrow about the extinct species that are coming up that you guys don't believe me, that you think I made up. Yeah, I would like to see that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lance you- told us we will not have a tiger on this planet. In 2015. I hope I'm wrong. 15 years. In 15 years. Excuse me. 15 years. Sorry, Rockstar. It's all right. 15 years. That's trash presented by Mortgage Right. Yeah, our friends at Mortgage Right, uh, buying a home, major milestone in life, getting it right, comes down to the right advice at the right time. That's why we're proud to partner with our friends at Mortgage Right who do mortgages the right way. Call 205-815-9200. You can go online, apply there, mortgageright.com slash TNR, NMLS 2239, equal housing lender. Imagine the LSU fan in, you know, 50 years explaining to his little kid, Daddy, why are we the Tigers? Shut your mouth. Just, why do you ask yeah, so we many used to, we, questions? We used to have them roaming the planet yeah. until they all expired. Every one of them was gone. I mean, there was a day we had a saber tooth, right? There was a day. There Not was a us. day. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, all right. So there is some news in Montgomery um, that just the other day it passed the House of Representatives, a new uh, lottery bill that also includes. Uh, some sports gaming, some casinos, mobile gaming. I mean, it's got a lot of things in it. Yeah, look, you want to spend your money on things you want to spend your money on. And I just think it's kind of ridiculous that we are one of 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports. But we have an opportunity now. This is where we need to come together as a society and get this done. Um, the Sports Betting Alliance. And we want to hear from you. Did you know that Alabama, as I said, one of 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151, that's House Bill 151, allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. That's sportsbettingalliance.org. Paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance, sportsbettingalliance.org. Make sure 
You call today and tell them yes. That's what we want right here in the state of Alabama. Hey, uh, can I get Tyler on microphone? Is uh, Tyler available to talk to me right now? Tyler, you, you you say pandas refuse to breed? Yeah, for some reason, uh, if you have pandas in captivity, a lot of them will just refuse to breed, and so that's uh, what's causing the panda population. Well, is to there die a, off. Is, is there a chance that they're screwing the sexes up, like they're putting females with females? That's happened before, but yeah, they do. They put a male and a female in an enclosure, and they just won't breed. What is Tyler laughing at? I mean, is the pan? Is it that obvious on the panda? I've I've got a I've got a solution. What tequila? That's true. Have they tried that, Tyler? Do you know? Have they tried alcohol? Uh, I don't know if they've tried alcohol. Does the female panda always have a headache? Is that the issue? I believe she's picky. You know what? You could give the male panda. You could give him that pit bull uh, Viagra. I mean, it, do you, just on a, on a tree, just going at it. But right, I mean, Tyler, do they know? Is it the male or the female? I, like, is the male just like, no, nah, I'm not interested. There's a game They're on. They're both not interested. Yeah, right. yeah. Neither That's, one is neither interested. One. It's like the entire species just yeah. doesn't have a drive to keep it going. So the female's reading a book and the male's watching the end of the game. And that's that's it. We're not going to have pandas. Yep. Separate beds. Mm. I see people in the uh, chat room. Krusty, from what I hear, probably won't pass to the stronghold of Indian casinos. Wait, we're back to the bill, not the pandas. Yeah, yeah. Jody, Indian casinos, Alabama Baptist will block it. We would hope not. We would hope not, Jody. But this is our time to make a stand, make a call. Got a little time to get after this. And I think it would be beneficial to everyone if this gets passed. More sports gambling and panda mating continuing on the next round. Call the next round now at 205-734-0923. you got to look your best to play your best. And our friends at Bandwagon can help your team find the perfect uniforms for that upcoming season. Bandwagon is with you every step of the way from developing your team logo design to choosing from their multitude of samples. You name the sport, they can make it happen. To get your uniform journey started, you can shoot them a message on any social media platform or check out their website, bandwagonsports.com. That's bandwagonsports.com. Next round listeners, it's time to jump on the bandwagon. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live is dedicated to giving you daily news conferences and practice video from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and around college football. Follow and compare to the sites you used to visit. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Daily Show. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. See more at nextroundlive.com. Spring weather is here, and our friends at Hemphill Services are offering a $69 HVAC tune-up plus 10% off any service call when you mention the next round. Call Adam, Chad, and the guys at Hemphill Services. Make sure your HVAC unit is ready to keep up with the changing weather. Hemphill Services, locally owned and operated independent train dealer. The team can service all makes and models. For all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs, call Hemphill Services. It's hard to stop a train. 205-229-2090 or HemphillServices.com. That's 205-229-2090, HemphillServices.com. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. 
Fire damage to your home or business is something you never want to consider. Ryan Brown here from the next round. But in the horrible event it happens, Dry Tech is here to help. They respond quickly and will reply to you within 20 minutes when you call 205-637-0143. They're working for you, the customer, not the insurance company. They've got five crews ready to go 24-7. Don't call the insurance company first. Call Dry Tech. Just remember this website, mydrytech.com. That is mydrytech.com. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. I mean, where else are the scenic views as good as your view of the game? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Did you know that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in America and that it affects men and women equally? If you're older than 45, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, treatable, and beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, please visit us. Go to rumpshakerinc.org. Also, 6th Annual Rump Shaker 5K coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regents Field. You can register online, rumpshakerinc.org. So we had a uh, kid in studio that was kind of shadowing on Monday, President's right. Day, and I was asking them who they pulled for in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58, and he said, I love Pat Mahomes. I don't know if you've seen this. Max Crosby, who should have been in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year, as bad as the Raiders were, he's got his own podcast. Not surprising. I think most people do. Uh-huh. It's called The Rush. Anyway, his former interim coach, now head coach Antonio Pierce, came on there. And have you seen this? I have not. He said... Oh, I did see this, yeah. They, yeah. When they play Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, yeah. they are going to, quote, channel the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Uh-huh. And he said, look, we've got the Jordan rules, quote, that's what I'm calling them from now on, as long as I'm here, the Pat Mahomes rules. You remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those guys in the 80s before he became Michael Jordan, Air Jordan, Pistons used to whip his ass. Anytime he came to the hole, elbows, filling him, love taps, we touched him, we're in the head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, I'm touching you. So I showed those guys Jordan getting his ass whipped. He said, my team needs to, quote, hate the color red. I mean, some of that I don't have a problem with. The NFL obviously has a problem with it because it makes it sound as if Antonio Pierce is putting a hit out on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I I mean, that didn't go well for Greg Williams and Sean Payton and the Saints. It did not. Who was the... Uh, but I'll tell you what, they won the game and won the Super Bowl. And I think without battering Brett Favre, where he could barely walk off the field, I think Minnesota probably beats the Saints in that game. So it worked out. Yeah, who was the defender that had the uh, hit list on his towel back in the 80s? You remember Jim McMahon was on the hit list, then he hit him late. I cannot remember who it was. Uh, Jerome Brown. Was it Jerome Brown? I think it was Jerome yeah, Brown. Yeah, and he hit he hit McMahon late. Or it might have been Charles Martin for the Packers. Yeah, I think it was Charles Martin. Well, that's was what, in, that was the body slam on the turf, The body right? slam on the turf at Soldier Field, and it was way, 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 way after the play. And it was a huge controversy. See, and I didn't mind it. I didn't like that Bears team. I know you couldn't have liked them beating the Dolphins. Or the Dolphins actually the beat Dolphins them. The Dolphins beat them. Night, yeah. We were supposed to. I mean, it looked like we were going to rematch with them in the Super Bowl, and uh, the Patriots beat us. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I didn't mind it at all. The Dolphins kept them from going undefeated on Monday Night Yeah, Football. I did not like that Bears team. I wasn't a huge fan. Um, you know, it's one of those teams, though, a little bit like Rockstar's Bad Boy Pistons, that as I look back now, 
I wish I'd appreciated them more. Yeah, like I didn't appreciate the Pistons enough back then. But but it's it's hard to believe teams like that only won one championship, like the Bears, like that two thousand Ravens team. I saw an interview with Mackay Pfeiffer. You probably don't know who that is. I do know who Mackay Pfeiffer is. Uh, but Mackay Pfeiffer was on with Rich Eisen, and he was talking about, you know, he's a New York sports fan, and those Mets. And how unbeatable they were. They won one championship right. in 86. I know. I mean, it was a great team. But, you know, back to my 1999-2000 Rams, greatest show on turf. They won one championship. It's just amazing that you could have a team that is so dominant for one year be unable to at least make it happen, you know, two and three years or three yeah. and five years. We get so conditioned to seeing that happen. Tell us about Michaels and Laser Vision. I'll follow up on that real yeah, quick. Yeah, 205-969-8100. That is a number that I called over three or more than two decades ago. Now I had the 2200 Vision. I was legally blind without the aid of contacts. Now 2015 Vision, better than 2020. Call today, 205-969-8100. Ask for Amy. Tell her the next round sent you. She's going to hook you up with the pre-inflation pricing. 205-969-8100. For more information, Mike so that was back in the generation of NFC dominance. And their problem was they lost to the 49ers in the NFC Championship game the year before they won the Super Bowl. Then they have the 15-1. and Their only loss is Miami in the regular season. They, uh, they win the Super Bowl. The next two years, the Redskins. Now, you kids don't remember the Redskins were a dominant NFC team in the oh, late I 80s. I thought it was the Giants the next nope. two years. Next two years, the Redskins in the NFC Divisional games. They didn't Divisional games. They didn't even make the NFC Championship game the two years after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but in 86, it was the Giants. And then in 87, it was the Redskins, it right? It says Redskins right here. This could be wrong. No, maybe the Redskins knocked them out. But I'm saying I think the Giants ended Oh, yeah, up, yeah, 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 yeah. No, they lost to the Redskins. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Okay. In the divisional, back-to-back years in the NFC Divisional game to the Redskins. And then the 49ers beat them again in the NFC Championship. They just came along in a time in the NFC when the NFC was loaded. Yeah. The Giants were really good. The 49ers were exceptionally good. The Redskins were really good, and the Bears, you know, had a minute where they were really good. But those four teams were just—they were the best teams in football. Well, that's they why had nothing that can match up. You know what they're doing right now with a healthy Joe Burrow. You know, to for Kansas City to be able to navigate Buffalo, your Dolphins coming on this year, Baltimore, Cincinnati when Burrow is healthy. Um, I mean, that's with the great AFC quarterbacks. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, Ditka was one hundred six sixty two in his time. In Chicago, that's really, really good for an NFL coach. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a 63% win percentage. I think they finally closed his steakhouse. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Is he dead or alive? Uh, no, Mike Dick is still with us, right? Dick has not yeah, died. No, yeah. no, he's with us. Okay, I'm just checking. Yeah, 84. God, he's 84. Yeah. That is hard to believe he is that old. 1984. Dick was such an entertaining guy as a coach. But I'm with you. I hated those teams, and I don't know now, looking back on it, because I think Mongo McMichael is going in the Hall of Fame uh, this year, and I think he's the last one of those main defenders from that Bears defense to go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Singletary was easy. Yeah, uh, easy. Richard Dent was pretty easy. Yeah, Wilbur Marshall, was he in? Uh, I think so. Um, Dan Hampton? Dan Hampton was already in. I don't think the fridge, the fridge didn't go in, did he? No. The fridge is not in. Uh, but Steve McMichael... Um, will go in, and he's really the last one that they of of that group that went in. But that was such a dominant defense, man. Yeah, and I, I think people forget how good of a player Mike Ditka was back in the day. You know, he was he was inducted in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a tight end. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the best tight ends to ever play before. How we utilize tight ends now, I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if you guys happen to see it. I did not see it live, but I went back and watched it. I think it was on Championship Sunday. 
and ESPN was on site at one of the two stadiums uh, on their pregame show, and they did the uh, special, or it might have been Super Bowl Sunday. And I guess it was Super Bowl Sunday, and they did the uh, they did a piece on Steve McMichael getting the call that he was going into the Hall of Fame, and I want to say it was Richard Dent that called him to give him to give him the news, Facetime with him okay. to give him the news. See, I always thought it was well, it is, but you know he's bedridden, obviously oh, okay, Steve McMichael yeah, because yeah. of the ALS, he can't leave his home. And so they let Richard Dent FaceTime him and tell him, and Steve McMichael's wife held the phone up. And it was a really cool story, and you got to see, you know, uh, Steve McMichael's emotions, his wife's emotions, Richard Dent as he's telling him. And they had interviews with Singletary and all the guys, Dan Hampton, all the guys that played with him. And then they cut back to the set, and Rex Ryan can barely talk. Because you remember Buddy Ryan was oh, the yeah. defensive coordinator for those, for those teams. And Rex Ryan could barely talk. It was really moving to watch it. And just to see Steve McMichael's reaction in that hospital bed. And his wife said, whatever it takes, we're going to have him in Canton. Yeah. And, it, you know, she said he may die on the stage, but he'll die exactly where he wanted to die. He's on the stage in Canton. Well, and I, look, I agree with you. I think there's a good chance the Bears are going to be involved in that game. Yeah, they got two guys going in with Hester. And, you know, when you start to deal with your mortality, when you're dealing with something like ALS, and then you get a call like that, with something that immortalizes you forever. Yeah. Because one day, you know, you and I are going to be dead and gone. And after the maybe great grandkids put a picture down or pack it in a box, nobody's ever going to remember us. But Steve McMichael, he's going to have that bust That's in the right. Hall of Fame. His kids can forever go, forever go, and, uh, and see his impact on football and wrestling. He was a, uh, a big impact on wrestling, too. All right, Hemphill brings you the lock every day. A reminder, go to Lance's Lock. you got just a few more minutes to do that on TikTok. Lance's Lock on TikTok. Pick winner and score of the game we have given you tonight. We are going to select at random five people. If you're in that group of five and you get the winner and score right tonight, you're going to get a cool $1,000 uh, from us here at Disrupt the Media and Lance's Lock.com. But the lock brought to you by Hemphill every single day. Yeah, 205-229-2090. Make sure that HVAC unit ready to keep up with this changing weather. I think it's going to be in the mid-70s, either in the next couple of days or early yes, next sir. week. It's all over the place, but Adam, Chad, Andrew, the guys there, trust the name. Birmingham's trust since 1954 for all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. For more information, hard to stop a train, HempHillServices.com. Help me remember, the game we picked tonight was uh, the late game, right? Colorado State, New Mexico? Yep. All right. Sure is. Colorado State, New Mexico, right now. And maybe this will help you out. The total opened at 156. It's dipped down to 155 and a half. So, look, you're expecting a, a game in the high 70s. You think that's so? what Vegas is expecting? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where do you think the Alabama Florida game is played? Um, I think the Alabama Florida games is going to be played in the high eighties, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Kentucky LSU. Uh, Kentucky LSU. Again, I don't know what we're going to get from Kentucky. Yeah. Do we get the the effort that we saw on Saturday? If we get that, then I think Kentucky could grind this thing out. It's a high total, though, man. You know, I guess Vegas is expecting Kentucky to bounce back and let teams score on them a little bit. We will be in Tuscaloosa uh, tonight. I'm over there with Little T filling in for Dunaway. So Alabama, Florida tonight, the only top 25 matchup on the slate. Crimson Tide, about an eight and a half point favorite there at mybookie.ag. This hour has been presented by Champions, world famous fried chicken championschicken.com championschicken.com swing by there grab lunch grab dinner get a good margarita there at the bar enjoy some of the basketball on tv tonight you can watch that bama florida game right there at champions at six o'clock 
championschicken.com. Thank you to all who have joined us. Thanks to Reese Davis and Brandon Marcello. And we appreciate you being with us. Give us a thumbs up before you shut down YouTube today. Give us a thumbs up. Make sure you catch us wherever you go on social media at Next Round Live and on demand. We will see you tomorrow at 9 o'clock.